Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fancy Sparky Fiverr with you as you broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Coming up on today's show, one half hour from right now, Amanda Braun, the director of athletics for UW-Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Panthers. Uh, she uh, was named to a new post today with Inside the Horizon League itself. Uh, she's still the athletic director uh, over at UWM, but she has some more additional responsibilities within the conference. So we'll talk to her about that. Plus, we'll talk to her about a groundbreaking on a brand new practice facility uh, for the basketball program and all athletes, I guess, to a certain degree that happened yesterday. Uh, and we'll talk a, a, a little bit about uh, Milwaukee Panther baseball uh, finally kind of getting away from Hank Aaron Field a little bit. I guess they still practice there, but getting away from there and having their games at Franklin Field uh, instead, home of the Milwaukee Milkman, and how big of a big deal uh, that uh, has been for them. So lots to talk to her about. So again, she'll come up about one half hour uh, from right now. Looking forward to talking to her. Uh, now, between now and then, I know the Brewers are on, but Adam McKelvey just uh, tweeted this out. And now, again, listen closely to this. The Brewers, since the All-Star break, okay, series-wise, since the All-Star break, they won their series in Cincinnati, then lost that two-game set against Kansas City, if you remember that. That was infuriating how they, they lost that. Then they win at home against the White Sox. They win their series in Pittsburgh, win their series in Atlanta, win their series at home against Pittsburgh. And then, as McCallie points out, uh, they lose their series at home against San Francisco. He has an asterisk that says on one drop fly ball in the ninth inning. And then, since then, they win their series at the Cubs, win their series at Pittsburgh, win their series at St. Louis, win their series home against Washington, and win their series home against Cincinnati. You want to talk about a team that's rolling. You want to talk about a team that's playing at a high level right now. It's the Milwaukee Brewers. It's not even questionable. And then on top of that, you see Joey Votto on MLB Network today on High Heat talking about the fact that this is the best pitching staff top to bottom, that he's ever faced. Joey Votto has not been in the league for a year or two. Joey Votto has been in the league for a long time. To make that statement, that's a huge statement about this team. And we talked to John Heyman, our Odyssey MLB insider and part of the MLB network, uh, in the last hour of our show, of the big show, about that. And it is so true. Like, 
this is something I'm sure if you're the Dodgers, having had to deal with them just recently in the playoffs, the Brewers, that is, you already kind of know. But now, looking at what this thing looks like from a pitching standpoint, I think you do have to be a little bit concerned of having to deal with the Brewers. Dare I say the Brewers are more dangerous at this point than the San Francisco Giants? Now, mind you, the Giants are playing well and have been playing well. Are the Brewers more dangerous than the L.A. Dodgers? Another team that's coming on. Mookie Betts expected to come off the I.L. today, I believe, and get back. But they've already stated, I guess, that they're going to take their time with Mookie Betts now for the last month or so of the season to make sure he's healthy for the playoffs. He was playing the infield uh, at times prior to his injury. They moved him from the outfield to the infield, uh, which was interesting. So we'll see if the Dodgers continue to do that to get their best bats out there. It kind of feels like maybe, just maybe, the Brewers may be that team that nobody wants to see in the playoffs. It feels like maybe, just maybe, the Brewers are that team that if you're in the NL, you who you know you know all about the Brewers, obviously. Whether you be a wild card team, if you're the Reds or the Padres, whoever gets the wild card, whether you be the Braves who lead the East, or the Dodgers or the Giants. You're looking and going, don't really want to deal with them. Don't really want to deal with them. Because of that pitching, and because the offense is starting to click, and really it's going to be even more so about Yelich like we've talked about, if he gets hot going into the playoffs, I promise you nobody in the NL will want to deal with him. I think it was John Morosi um, who tweeted out today, you know, the googly eyes symbol or whatever on Twitter, uh, looking at those comments by Votto. Ben Verlander who Dan Plucker really, really likes. We haven't had Ben Verlander on in a while, have we, Pluck? What was the last time we had Verlander on? We only had him on the one time on the big show, but he was on with me a couple weeks back when I filled in for Bart. Oh. So, all right, so a couple weeks back, because uh, that's uh, the morning show, what uh, what did Verlander have to say back then? Because he claims on his tweet today, Verlander, uh, going off of those Votto comments, that's, that's why he's predicting the Brewers to win the NL and be in the World Series. Was he as bold about that a couple of weeks back with you? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. We talked about Willie Adamas and Christian Yelich and then also the starting rotation and how good they are, but I don't... I don't necessarily particularly remember him calling them a World Series favorite. I Maybe we should wrong, get Verlander on but. next week. Uh, For sure, I can to, do that. To talk about uh, this Milwaukee Brewers team. How many guys out there right now are predicting the Brewers to be in the World Series? I mean, Verlander today said NL champs. Is there anybody else out there predicting that? I haven't seen too many. I mean, I haven't. Most guys that I've seen on social media are still taking the Dodgers out of the NL. Just rolling with chalk. And they're not even chalk. They're not the best record. They're not the second best record. Chalk is they've spent the most money. On paper, they have the most talent. And, you know, every baseball fan or football or basketball fan at some point always says this phrase at some point in their life. And probably lots. Well, the game's not played on paper. Boy, oh boy. If I had like a dime or so every time somebody has told me that in my radio career, let me tell you. I've heard it all the time. So that is going to be what's going to be said when the Brewers get the Dodgers. Yes, the Dodgers have all of this talent on paper, especially within their lineup. Uh, Pitching-wise, I think it'll be a good matchup, starters-wise. Bullpen-wise, I think it'll be good, too. Brewers' bullpen, I think, is better than the Dodgers' bullpen. Uh, Starting-wise, depending on who's going for who, you know, Scherzer, Kershaw, Walker Buehler, those guys, that uh, will be great. Against Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta, I mean, you you are going to have a battle of all battles uh, if those two guys get to those two teams get to see each other uh, in a playoff series at some point. And to be honest with you, I want it. I do. I, I know for the Bucks, I was run scared, not want to have to deal with the Nets. Scared out of my mind. I, I I really do want the Dodgers for for numerous reasons. One, they just lost him in the playoffs. Two, because they have so much money spent, I really kind of view them like how people viewed the Yankees for years. Of, yeah, fine, you spend all this money and you win the World Series, whatever. You know, they they were kind of the evil 
the the evil group. What what, what is the uh, what are the evil guys called? Darth Vader's crew. What were they called in Star Wars? The uh, the stormtroopers. Yeah, but what was the name of that side? Uh, ah, what was the name of it? Not the Alliance. Ah, I can't remember. It sucks getting old. Uh, anyways, so, I mean, they were kind of the, the bad guys, right? They were the guys that everybody wanted to beat. I kind of feel like, for me, right now, it is the Dodgers. More so than it is the Cardinals or the Cubs or the Reds or the Pirates or uh, the White Sox or Twins or whoever. For me, personally, it's all about just wanting to beat them. Wanting to beat them and show them that, yeah, okay, fine, you spent a bunch of money. Yeah, fine, you went out and got two really good players from the Nationals at the deadline. Uh, great players, I guess, at, at the deadline. Great. Brewers, eh, maybe didn't do as much. Definitely not spending nearly as much money. But to take you down and out to win that series would be huge. And then on top of that, to fast forward a little bit more, to know that after they win the World Series, right, the Brewers, and they get to that point, to know going into the following season, everybody's pretty much back, right? William Thomas is back. Christian Yelich is back. The pitchers are all back. I mean, unless they were to trade Hader, but he's on a contract. He has to go to arbitration again. But everybody's back. That Everybody's back that you want back. Roddy Tellis can be back if you want him back. Uh, Colton Wong, uh, shortstop, Willie Adamas, he's back. Third base, you have to figure out Escobar or something else there. So you would have to change that. Catcher is set. Outfield is set for next year, too. Outside of Avi Garcia, you may have to figure out what you're going to do with Avi Garcia. But for the most part, the team would come back intact. Devin Williams, plus you add Aaron Ashby into the rotation in place of, say, Brett Anderson, let's say. I mean, this this rotation probably is going to be better next year than it is this year, providing everybody stays healthy. It's probably going to be better. So think about that. They're already really, really good and have a chance to win 100 games, which would be a franchise record. Have a chance to win 100 games, And you may, may come back with an even better rotation next year with everybody still intact. That's just, to me, that is pretty amazing stuff. Now, right now, Brewers are down 1-0 to the Cincinnati Reds. Brett Anderson on the mound. Brewers have yet to get a hit uh, through three innings and uh, getting ready to go into the bottom of the fourth. Don't forget Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, a post-game show. Driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. Beautiful Union Grove. Roy Henning and those guys do just a fabulous job uh, down there at Great Lakes Dragaway. And like I always say, Memorial Day, Labor Day weekends, man. It, that is the place to be. And we are closing in on Labor Day weekend. Go to greatlakesdragaway.com uh, for more details on their schedule coming up. Let me tell you about my friends over at Young Express. You ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. We're talking about going to work with not for work with, one of the nation's leading expedited freight companies since 1991. All that means, expedited freight, is you go from point A to point B. Pick stuff up at point A, drop stuff off at point B. Live a stress-free lifestyle, put the windows down, turn up the radio to the fan, and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it, too. Now, why Young Express? Well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. They're extremely dedicated, take it very personal, keep drivers moving. At Young Express, you can go over the road one week and then drive local the next. That's right. You can mix it up local, regional, or nationwide. Now, again, the further you drive, uh, the more money you make. That that does not mean you're not going to make a lot of money working locally. You make a good living even just driving locally within about 250 miles of Milwaukee. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. And just think about it. We've got people listening all over the country that took us up on going to work with Young Express. Who's Who do we got? Opie? Is it Opie? Is that the guy's name in Texas? Something like that. The guy in Texas that called in. Tony in Texas? Is it Tony in oh, Texas? Tony. Tony. A Tony in Texas uh, who has called in said that he works uh, f- with Young Express, and it's because of our show because he streams our show on the Odyssey app and listens to it all the time. And I think he got one of his buddies to hook up and drive uh, for Young Express as well. I mean, it's just amazing. And again, you are an independent contractor. So, again, you're working with Young Express. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express success drives them. Coming up next, I'm going to talk about 
Uh, another legendary Milwaukee voice uh, stepping away and announcing his retirement earlier today. And it follows in a line of others that have retired in the last year or two. We'll discuss that coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, Amanda Braun. The director of athletics for UW-Milwaukee joins us coming up here in about 12 to 15 minutes. Lots going on over there at Milwaukee as they break ground on a new basketball practice facility yesterday. Plus, she was named uh, to a new post within the Horizon League. Doesn't change her job in Milwaukee, just gives her additional responsibilities uh, for the Horizon League conference. We'll talk to her about that, too. Again, that comes up in about 12 to 15 minutes. So I I mentioned before the break that, once again, uh, we have another voice deciding to walk away uh, from doing play-by-play for one of our favorite teams. Now, uh, we've had multiple people do this uh, now here recently. We go back to John McLaughlin, who uh, stepped away a couple years ago, and is no longer part of uh, the announced team. They did uh, have McLaughlin and Paschke together. What was it, for a quarter, I think it was, this year or something goofy like that? Should have been a whole game, but either way. Uh, so, uh, for a quarter. Which, okay, fine. Better than nothing, I guess, him and Paschke. Uh, and the reason they brought back McLaughlin for the quarter was because Jim Paschke's, uh decided that this was going to be his last year of play-by-play. Now, again, I don't know what's going on one way or the other. Like, I are they walking away because they're retiring? Are they walking away because the organization wants to move in a different direction? Who knows? You just never know with retirement. You just don't. I mean, I, I, I've i known over the course of years, in the Milwaukee market at least, uh, where, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, this person is retiring from this TV station. And the next thing you know, that person shows up on another TV station and come to find out, oh, they weren't retiring after all. They got forced out, and that was the way to make the TV station look good. And then before you know it, they're somewhere else doing their show again or doing their the news or whatever the case may be. So I don't, I have no idea. But either way, so McLaughlin retires, Paschke now retires, and now here comes the latest one. And this is Ted Davis. <laughs> Again, guy who's been here for almost 20 years as play-by-play announcer for your Milwaukee Bucks. I had no idea, none, that it was coming. Uh, Ted uh, actually reached out to me, texted me earlier today uh, to let me know that he was going to announce his retirement bef- uh, before he did it, I guess. Uh, so that was cool. I was amazed by it. Trying to get him on the show. We'll see. I mean, he works for different radio stations. I'm not sure they'll allow him to come on our station. But either way, we gave it a shot. And for those of you that don't know or don't remember, Ted Davis uh, was a part of the Wendy's Big Show uh, a couple years ago. Gary, Leroy, myself. We all, you know, part of the Wendy's Big Show. He was a lot of fun. And that just happened to be the year where they won like 15 games or whatever. And it was absolutely brutal. Uh, And we were all kind of on that journey together. Love me some Ted Davis. Love me some McLaughlin, too, and some Paschke. All of them. 
So it sucks for me as a fan that all of my favorite announcers now for the Milwaukee Bucks, all three of them, are now done. And I'm going to forewarn and tell everybody involved, good luck with whatever you or whoever you are going to replace these three people with. Now, Marcus Johnson is very good. So from that standpoint, you're good there. No problems with Marcus Johnson at all. And he's gotten, I think, significantly better from when he first got on the Bucks broadcast, mainly because I just think now he's relaxed and now he really is coming kind of from that Bucks angle. So he's he's really good. But now whoever you bring in next is going to be probably people, fans are going to be very critical of one way or the other. See Gus Johnson. Y'all remember the Gus Johnson experiment? I was excited. I was. Had Gus Johnson on several times on the postgame show. Really excited to have Gus out here. Ah, his love for Detroit was a little irritating. But besides that. But do we remember how critical people were of Gus Johnson? Mispronouncing sponsored names and doing all this other stuff. Calling it like a national game. Getting excited for the other team. Da-da-da-da-da. All that stuff. So people, none too happy. So that experiment ended. Bye-bye, Gus Johnson. See you later. It's going to be difficult. Whoever they decide to hire to do TV and whoever they decide to hire to do radio, it's going to be a difficult decision. I honestly, at one point, thought that Ted Davis would end up being the TV play-by-play guy and they would just find a new radio person, whoever that may be. But obviously, that's not happening. Then the next thought I had was, okay, well, it's going to be Zora Stevenson. Because remember, they tried her out for a game, kind of lining this up maybe or giving her a tryout to see if this is going to work or not. So that's possibility, I guess. I don't think I have anybody that, in my mind, I'm kind of rooting for, per se, to have it. I mean... Realistically, in a perfect world, Matt LePay takes a job. But I don't think Matt LePay is going to be willing to give up the Badger basketball job or Badger football job to do Bucks play-by-play. I could be wrong. But anything you put Matt LePay, Matt LePay in front of, baseball, basketball, football, he automatically becomes one of the best that you've ever heard. He's just that talented and that good. So outside of LePay, I don't know if there's that voice And to me, you talk about the people you're going to miss, this whole thing. And that doesn't, we haven't even brought up the Brewers. Because Euchre, we're not much longer for Euchre. I'm telling you that right now. Like, he's already cut back on his days, obviously. And still sounds fine uh, doing the games or whatever else. I mean, is he Euchre of 10 or 15 years ago? No, probably not. But fine. But he's already cut back his games. So I don't know how much longer... Bob Euchre is going to be in that booth doing analysis for the Milwaukee Brewers. So once he's out of that booth, now literally there's nobody left. Like it's empty at the end and there's going to be new blood and new voices to be heard going forward. Which ones are the people I named? We don't got much time, so I probably shouldn't even bother throwing out the number because time's almost up. But I mean, of the people that are leaving, there are so many people uh, that are leaving here that are going to miss all of them. For me, I really, really miss McLaughlin. I'll just Marcus Johnson's very good. I really miss McLaughlin. Of all of them, because he's already not doing it, I miss him the most, probably. And then Ted Davis and Paschke, that's tough too. For me, to give you an idea of how it's been for me behind the scenes for all these years doing post-game shows. It's always kind of been the same thing, right? So I watch half the game at home, and then I get in my car and some point in the third quarter, and then I drive into the radio station, and on that drive, I listen to Ted Davis. And him and then Dennis Krause on, on home games obviously is with him. And see, and that's the other thing that, that comes through here is, now what happens with that? Ted Davis and Dennis Krause were very good, but now how does this affect Dennis Krause going forward uh, in that booth? Does Dennis Krause stay in that booth with the new play-by-play person? Uh, does this new play-by-play person just solo? Do they hire a new play-by-play person?
person and add a different analyst uh, into the mix to go along with a new person and completely start over in the radio side of things? These are all questions that have to be answered uh, at some point. So McLaughlin definitely is the one I miss, and I think I'm going to miss Ted and Paskey too uh, quite a bit. Ted Davis is so good. Like I don't, I don't know if any of you really understand how good Ted Davis is, but he's very, very good, folks. And whoever comes after him, I'm guessing probably will not be at that level. Probably won't be. I'm guessing they'll probably go with a younger version of something or somebody, right? Put them in there and then let them grow through the years would be my guess of how this goes. Or they're going to go for the national version, uh, Gus Johnson type, somebody that does it nationally. And then that person is going to have to come in uh, and act like, you know, he's been here a long time and is a huge fan of the team. I, I just don't know. That, that 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 takes some time. I just don't know if that is that's going to be a thing. Pluck, I got to ask you a question. When you watch games for your favorite team, do you want the Homer-type call or do you want a straight down-the-middle call as a fan? Because you're younger than me. I want the guy cheering for my team, doesn't like the other team, is going to get mad when the referee screws us over. That's what I want. And that's what I got out of McLaughlin. That's what I got out of Ted Davis. That's what I want. For you as a fan... Because I know everybody's different. What do you like? Yeah, for the regular season type game, I would rather have a homer fan. But when when it gets to the playoffs, I think having a more even-keeled perspective on things is sometimes good. Now, at the same time, there are those um, announcers that sometimes go the opposing way. And when that happens, it's infuriating and annoying and like I feel like for a lot of that Bucks Nets series, it was a lot of Nets talk and not a lot of Bucks talk. Correct. Um, and that's where it gets really annoying. But there are also parts where it's good to a degree because you do get a somewhat negative view and a negative perspective about what your team is doing that maybe you had not realized or recognized in the past. Sure. So I mean, that's that's kind of where I and that's and that's also in the biggest moments of the season. So that's where I think that those moments are also valuable for both both sides. I would see, say. and that's that's the one nice thing. In the NBA, you know, you lose your play by play team on TV once you get through the first round of the playoffs and then they're gone. You're stuck with the national guys. But at least you still get your local play by play guy on the radio. So if you don't like the call on TNT or if you don't like the call on ESPN or whatever, you can just turn them off, uh, the sound off, and turn on the radio to Ted Davis or whoever it's going to be now uh, and listen to your home call on the radio and pray to God that the the radio station that carries the Bucks games has it synced up with the TV so it's kind of the same. Uh, that's always beneficial because if there's a delay, then you get all screwed up, obviously. Yeah, I, yeah, I, to, to me, I, I I always just want that call. And during the regular season, I will hardly ever watch uh, an ESPN game straight up against a local game. If I've got my choice and I can watch Bally Sports Wisconsin or watch whatever they have on ESPN, I'll watch Bally Sports Wisconsin. Now, if it's TNT against Bally Sports Wisconsin, still going Bally Sports Wisconsin. But a lot of times those TNT games, you're stuck with only the TNT game. And again, when it's Brian Anderson... Great. I'm in. All for it. Uh, I just can't handle the the pre and the post and NBA, you know, Barkley, Shaq, and those guys. That, that, those guys drive me nuts. Like Ernie Johnson, I'm even okay with Kenny Smith. The other two drive me nuts. Uh, all right, coming up next, Amanda Braun, director of athletics for UW-Milwaukee, will join us. She got uh, a new gig with Inside the Horizon League outside of her normal day-to-day duties with Milwaukee. Broke ground at a basketball facility. Got some baseball stuff going on. We'll talk with her coming up next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Amanda Braun, set to join us here in just a couple of minutes as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. And I I am telling you right now that as we get closer to college football, In college basketball, uh, the more excited I get uh, to start all of this back up. I really am getting excited about college football almost being here to be able to watch the Badgers and Big Ten football and the SEC, especially with all this alliance talk and everything else. I really am looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. Now, the other part of this um, that I'm looking forward to uh, is seeing Pat Baldwin Jr. play basketball at Milwaukee. I, I, I really, really am looking forward to seeing how that all plays out uh, going forward here in the next couple of years, too. So that's another thing I'm looking forward to. And, of course, I'm looking forward to the NFL starting up and the Packers and so forth and seeing how that goes. And then you got the Brewers that are going to be in the heat of things in the playoffs and battling for a World Series. I mean, you're not going to know which way to look. You're not going to know which way to look for the next couple of years because the Brewers are going to consistently be in this thing uh, year to year as long as their pitchers can stay healthy. So that makes you feel good about things. Uh, Then you turn around and you look at uh, the Packers, at least for this year, they're going to be in the thick of things competing for a Super Bowl. So that makes you feel good. The Bucs have Giannis, so you know they're there. Uh, And then you look at Milwaukee on the rise, Panthers basketball on the rise. Uh, Then you look at college football. I believe in Graham Mertz. I think Badger football will be there too. Just lots of positive, happy news uh, right now uh, around Milwaukee and around Wisconsin when you talk about uh, the sports landscape. Uh, and with that, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, uh, she is Director of Athletics for UW-Milwaukee. Uh, Amanda Braun joins us now. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Okay. With you. Hey, you bet. Uh, so first things first, I, I didn't know this yesterday uh, when I asked to get you on today, but here we are, and you are now the chair of the Horizon League Council. I don't know what the Horizon League Council even is, so explain to me what exactly this means for you. Sure. Yeah, well, what, what it is, it's our governance structure within the Horizon League in our conference. So uh, it's a group of all the athletics directors, so 12 of us, and then a representative from our faculty athletic group, our senior women administrators, and our student-athletes. So, um, yeah, weekly meetings. We talk about everything from COVID protocol to our television contract to the league and uh, sport, sport programs. So, yeah, what it will mean is uh, every week I run that meeting, work closely with the commissioner on the topics that, that we'll be discussing, and then also – uh, attend the board meeting to so our, our presidents and chancellors. So what, what what do you all make of this whole thing going on with, you know, the alliance and what the SEC is doing and so forth? Yeah, like everyone else, you know, a little bit of a wait and see what that could mean uh, for Division One athletics generally. What this is all about, as you guys probably know, is football and television. So um, we're not a football league, so in large part, won't see a huge impact from that standpoint. Um, and on the television front, you know, the multimedia rights agreements that those leagues have are, are very different from the ones we have. So it could impact Division One, maybe as a membership, uh, but I think it'll be a while before we see that sort of impact. What about the whole idea of these athletes now being able to go out and essentially, you know, get their own sponsorship deals and so forth? How has that played out so far within the Horizon League early on? Yeah, I think it's a really positive thing. You know, I think student-athletes being able to utilize their own name and image um, to monetize is great. You know, running camps and, and doing the various sponsorships that they might come up with for themselves. Within our league, you know, we're seeing a little bit of it, but that's, 
I think over time we'll really begin to see how maybe our local communities take advantage of it. Uh, here in Milwaukee, we have fantastic student-athletes, so I could see local companies wanting to, you know, utilize our student-athletes to represent them uh, in the market. And so if that happens and when that happens, we just want to protect our student-athletes eligibility and make sure that uh, they're getting the right advice and guidance it's pretty incredible to me if you think back several years to kind of where everything was there was the whole where's the milwaukee basketball program even playing their games will you get the clotchy where are they going to be at the old mecca uh, and then boom shakalaka and all of a sudden it's milwaukee panther arena and you drive town downtown and you can't miss that big shining neon logo on the side of that building. And then you go inside and that's been all redone with new concessions and everything else over the last couple of years uh, too. That had to be a huge deal for you guys from a recruiting standpoint. Yeah, it really, really has Stephen, And essentially our alumni as well. I, you know, they love seeing that logo down there. It's, it's UWM, right? And this is our city and that's what our kids wear in their jerseys is Milwaukee and, uh, it's big. Coach Coach Baldwin's excited about it. Uh, he gets to to bring recruits down there and show them our home, uh, right in the center of the city, right down the street from the Bucks. The right. City. So, yeah, we're taking full advantage of that, and I think um, uh, especially this year, we should see some a lot of fun basketball in that facility, and, and hoping people come out to celebrate the Panthers. So, yeah, it's been it's been impactful. We're grateful to the Wisconsin Center District and, and the partnership we have with them as well. I uh, I didn't see that coming. What we did see coming for the last like twenty years was a new practice facility for y'all. Uh, and, and some things, you know, it turned out better the longer you wait. It all it all works itself out eventually. And finally, finally, you guys are getting a new practice facility. And you guys broke ground yesterday for the basketball team and all the other student athletes. I guess. Yeah, huge, huge. I, I've been top priority my eight years here, and. Yeah, we finally got it done. The university has been really supportive of that. And, you know, I had to go through a state process, and, and that hit a couple of hiccups, but, but well worth the wait, as you said, and, and really positioned us not only within the league, but uh, regionally and nationally with a first-class facility for our student-athletes. So, yeah, I, I, it's going to be huge for recruiting, student-athlete development, uh, the branding items that we get to do there, it'll be it'll be really fun. So when you guys design and put this together, for people that don't know, what, what have the athletes been using to this point versus what are they about to go into once this thing gets built by, what, next fall I think it's supposed to be done? Yeah, September, blink of an eye. Um, yeah, right out my window I'll be able to watch that, that come to reality. Yeah, what we've been doing is a, a shared facility on campus, a good-sized facility for campus athletics and recreation. Uh, but time squeeze, you know, really a time squeeze with our, our sport programs, you know, having to be in there a little bit at the same time and, you know, some of the drop-down dividers and that kind of thing and then needing to vacate. So there are club sport programs and recreation can have time. Um, it is a large building, so there's the pavilion that was built in 2006 that's uh, almost primarily recreation. So they have a nice facility, but this will help uh, really expand the footprint and allow for more time for student-athletes and students general. That's awesome. Uh, Amanda Braun joins us, the athletic uh, director or director of athletics, as they say, over at UW-Milwaukee here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Uh, The other thing uh, outside of uh, basketball that I've been harping on uh, for years was getting that baseball team to play games outside of Hank Aaron Field, where it's been. Uh, That just used to drive me absolutely batty crazy. Uh, And now you guys uh, are playing at Franklin Field right down the road from our radio station here in Hales Corners. Uh, out by the uh, Rock Complex where the Milwaukee Milkmen play. How did that all come about? Yeah, that was also a long time coming, really, since I arrived, but well prior to my arrival. Coach Dothick's been trying to really find a, a place that, to call home that, that is quality, Division One quality, and boy, did we. Um, a huge gratitude to, to Mike Zimmerman and, and his staff there to make it happen. It, it was an idea about eight years ago that Mike had and brought to me and, and really came to fruition when he found that site uh, at the Rock um, and sold it to us in a way, you know, really makes sense. UW alums, UWM alums are out there, Franklin, Oak Creek, and um, we're away from campus, but uh, we'll still continue to practice probably here locally uh, at Henry Aaron Field and, and get out there when we can for practice. But as a game venue, 
there is it's second to none. It's been fantastic, and our student athletes are are thrilled to be there. How have how have the fans uh, of UWM and the alumni now going to games? I I would have to imagine they're blown away by that versus what it was. Yeah, yeah, it's been quality. Obviously, COVID impacted us a little bit, sure. but it was outdoors, so you know people came out. The weather's tricky for us. You know, our season uh, ends in at the end of May, regular season, and we go into conference tournament play. Uh, but it's it's been terrific. I, you know, quality concessions, quality venues, seating, you, you name it. Um, so yeah, it's been very well received, and we're going to work hard to sell some season tickets and get people out there in that local community. So what's next? I mean, not like you, you have nothing to do, but so what what's the next goal? I mean, the basketball facility is done. You you pretty much own downtown Milwaukee with that arena now. That that name flashing. The baseball team has settled it into a a top-notch facility. What's next? Yeah, I mean, we just broke ground yesterday, Steve, but I, I'm way ahead of you. We're, we're uh, always thinking about what comes next for our programs and uh, making sure that they have everything they need to have a chance to compete for championships. So, yeah, we've positioned our programs that way. You know, our soccer facility we've upgraded, and now with basketball and, and baseball, uh, we are. We're talking about what are the next things. And, and it may not be facilities. You know, there's other things that we can do to shore up our program. Um, and, and that's, yeah, we'll, we'll see. This year is going to be a fun year. Uh, our, our goal is to not just have a one year of excitement with, uh, with the commitment of Patrick Baldwin Jr. joining our team. It really is going to be about how can we get people to see Panther basketball as a thing they've always should have been doing, right? So, fun, family-friendly, affordable, right downtown. Um, and our women's basketball program is incredible and fun to watch as well here on campus. So that's kind of what's next for us is how do we capitalize on this energy and momentum. Easy. Attack the, yeah. ele- attack the elementary schools. Give those kids tickets. <laughs> get those kids to bring their parents to go see some college basketball after they meet a couple of the college kids that come talk to their first or second or third grade class. That's what I'd do. I'd, go get those kids. Those kids will bring their parents, and then you're set. You're right. You're absolutely right. No doubt. Amanda Braun, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations. Chair of the Horizon League Council, named today. Congratulations on that basketball practice facility breaking ground as well yesterday. It was a pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me, Steve. You betcha. Take care. There is Amanda Braun on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. Applying for a home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Dot com. They really are a moving and a shaking over there at Milwaukee here in the last couple of years getting stuff accomplished. Happy for those guys getting all that done over there and for her for being able to get all that stuff done. Takes a, a bunch of people uh, to to do what they've been doing. Coming up next, Rami Makhlouf is here. You probably heard him groan as he sit, sat down in the chair over there. Uh, he said, oh yeah. He sounded like the... like." The Kool-Aid man. Are you all right? I said, oi. I didn't say, oh, yeah. Oh, that's what it sounds like. Like, oh, yeah. I said, oi. I'm going to talk to Ryan about ignoring me on Twitter last night. That's coming up next. We'll find out what's going on at his show coming up at 3 o'clock. Straight ahead. Don't go anywhere. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. Steve Sparky, fire for with you. Again, our thanks to Amanda Braun. Director of Athletics over at UW-Milwaukee. And this segment here brought to you by Jim Daddy, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Enjoy the best fish fry Friday, plus $2.50 tacos on Tuesday. $17.95 prime rib dinner on Wednesdays. All you can eat ribs on Monday nights. JimDandy'sGrill.com. That's JimDandy'sGrill.com. You know what I want to find out, Rami What do you want to find out, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer? Why are there no specials on Thursdays at Jim Dandy's? That's a good question. Every not, other night of the week. Not for me. I'm not the guy for that question, I'm but gonna, that is a good question. I'm going to call him when I get off the air. I'm maybe. I'll find out. Maybe Thursdays are so good they don't need specials. I mean, specials are to drive business. You know what I mean? Maybe no. they, Maybe they just kill it on Thursdays and they don't really... They don't need the specials. I can I'm here it. to tell you, I drive past that place yeah. almost every day. Yeah. Or at night. Yeah. They, they're killing it every night. <laughs> okay, so then I don't have an answer. <laughs> Parking lot. Parking lot's pretty full every day when I drive theory, by. That's the only theory I had. Since these new owners took over in this place, they redid the inside. I keep saying new menu, tomahawk steaks, all this other stuff. Food's off the chain, and yeah, they're they're doing pretty good. So I'm happy for those guys over there. They've put a lot of effort into making that thing well, and they do a ton, a ton of charity work. Uh, I have all different organizations in the Oak Creek Franklin area, and that's that's good stuff. That's always good. All right. Um, Being good members so of the community. I, I want to know something because I, 
maybe I missed it, but yes. I, I looked for a good half hour, 45 minutes I on waited, what? and I didn't see a response from you last night when I asked you a question on Twitter. You did? So I said, no, okay, that's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not surprised. I was at an open mic last night. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you tweeted something. Oh, you tweeted the stat that I had retweeted, like oh, literally right yes, after it. Yes, yes, About yes, the Brewers. Yes, yes. So you know the stat you tweeted, retweeted, yeah, I don't, right? I don't and know And you're like, oh, that's really good or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I said that must be a typo. It's a 1900. Right. The stat went all the way back so to So I replied to that tweet. Yes. And said, yeah, okay, let's talk about something really important. Uh-huh. Did Notebook Mike show up? I did respond to that tweet. I said the show is tomorrow. I see you the, said show's, the show's tonight. Oh, tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. So Notebook Mike tonight. That's what he claims. Where are you at tonight? I am at the Backyard Bar in Bayview, headlining a comedy show. I've starts, driven by there numerous times. Starts at 7.30. It's free. Is it outside or inside? It's outside. And outside. It, and it looks like the weather is going to cooperate. There was some fear of rain and thunderstorms. but Yeah, they moved up a football game, I guess. Those are now later in the evening from the forecast I was looking at. It okay. might the temperature might even drop, so it won't be like unbearably hot out so there. So it's literally like in the backyard of the bar? And the whole I mean, most of the bar is a backyard, hence it's the backyard oh, bar. Oh really? Yeah. They have so like it's a, all it's outside? Like, it's like a tiny little bar inside, like a little dive bar type right. inside. I've driven and by then, the, that part. And then there's this huge it's it's a great hangout, dude. There's this huge backyard with like bags they have like oh. bags games out there. They have two bars outside no that are fooling. both going when they're busy. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great, ha- it's a great spot to hang out, dude. For real, that sounds like fun. And it's always a good hang after after the comedy show. So if you're not doing anything, so the, for the comedy show, then you're interrupting the bags games, or how does that work? It's it's off to it's like off to a. a a portion of the back. They line like you, seats up in front could, of like the little stage, or just you know, people never, just I've middle. Never, I've never done this. I've only showed up after the show. Oh, so I've never actually been there for a show. But they've done shows there before. Yeah, so they the know third, what they're doing. This is the third or fourth one. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yes, sir. So when does Notebook Mike get the mic? I. <laughs> you want you want me to give him the mic? <laughs> you want me to give Notebook Mike the mic? You have been on the air when he's called. <laughs> give him a microphone. Q and A with Notebook Mike. Let's go. I I don't know about all that. We'll see. Especially I'll, give him a couple cocktails, I, then give him the mic. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Come on, Plucker. What did you want? What it doesn't that no, sound I'm, entertaining to you? Notebook mic, couple of cocktails, then give him a microphone and say, "All right, Q and A with notebook mic." That would be. I'll go ahead and answer, Dan. He asked you. He didn't ask me. Um, I'm good with Rami just being up there. I think. <laughs> Why do you not like notebook mic? I don't understand you people. That's not it. Yes, it is. No, that's not it. I, I love people that that's don't not like this, it. Dude. No, I, I have love, nothing against notebook mic. I love mic. notebook mic. I think I'm, that Rami is a performer, and I don't know if notebook mic is. I'm telling you right now. Here, if if I'm right, and maybe I won't be, I bet you notebook mic draws a crowd tonight. We'll see. I think he will. Backyard I think he bar. will. I notebook think he will Mike in on, person. On the fact that he's he's showing up and people can meet Notebook and see who he is. Right. And he's bringing the Giannis the Giannis autographed replica championship trophy that he says Correct. he has, like full size replica championship right. trophy signed by Giannis and the championship belt. So he said he's coming with that tonight. I, it's not that I don't. I think anybody who knows the station or knows the Rami show. Would Which lo- is everybody would, in the city would love if notebook, everybody in the city listens to you would love if Notebook Mike got on the microphone, but like the whole audience I'm saying after the show is done, the comedy whole au- show is done. Then okay, give maybe, him the microphone. Maybe, maybe we'll see. You get the microphone back. Who's the headliner tonight? I'm the headliner tonight. Well, the, perfect. And then you just go <laughs> over there when you're done. All right, I made you laugh. Now, who knows who Notebook Mike is? If nobody raises their hand, cool. Have a good night and give the microphone down. But a bunch of people cheer. Then you go over to Notebook Mike and a little Q and A with Notebook Mike. I'm just saying, but if nobody knows who he is, then it's not. Yeah, it's probably. I, I mean, I'll ask the crowd. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. Like to hear but from I mean, Notebook if everybody's Mike. there for Notebook Mike to begin with, then right. you might as well feed if, the beast. If enough of the people are there, right, for me and Notebook Mike, sure, and would get the bit. You right. know what I mean? Would yes. understand who he is, etc. Right. I'll I'll bring him. I'll bring him up. I'm a little bit concerned about him getting there, though. Because he called in earlier, it sounds like both his cards are in the shop. So I don't know how the hell he's getting there. Maybe a little Uber Did or something. Did he drive into some lady's door the other day? No, a lady opened her door into his door while he was talking to me on Madness. <laughs> he started yelling at the lady. He's like, I spark, I got to go. This lady Amazing. just hit my car door. And he hung up. And Amazing. then today I checked and yeah. I... Amazing. But he did call in today though. So he's yeah, 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 yeah. So he's all right. Okay. 
I'm telling you, I think it'd be big. All right, what's coming up on the show today? On the show today, Sparky. Has the NFL... Why uh, are you talking so slow? Because I was looking for my spot on mm. the rundown. Has the NFL made the preseason even more meaningless? Uh, not the NFL. Than it already was. Not the NFL, the coaches. So it don't, don't, this, this is not Roger Goodell's fault. This is the coach's fault. I mean, I That's know. whose fault this is. It's not Goodell's fault. You can't blame Goodell like you blame Manford for everything. This is not Roger Goodell's fault. He has three preseason games. Some will play their guys. See Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Yeah. He played last week. Sucked. So now, I'm guessing he won't play this week. Teams, like the Packers, will just simply not play their starters. We'll see if they pay for it in the beginning of the season. Now they got the Saints in line. So, I mean, they can shake off Russ in both those games and still win and be okay. But I always am concerned about Rodgers not playing. And most of the time, I'm wrong, and he plays just fine at the beginning of the season. So we want to talk about that. Also, uh, it came up when I was on with Bart this morning. Did you hear my appearance with Bart this morning? Uh, I heard a little bit when I was in the bathroom. One of my better appearances. One of my better appearances on the Bart Winkler show. That Why was, is that? I don't know. It was just a very fun 45 minutes. Felt good. Minutes. We had a lot of fun. Had a 45 lot, minutes? 45 minutes without a commercial break. I mean, at this point, you should char- start asking the boss to pay you for that hour because you're co-hosting for an hour. <laughs> I basically am, yes. And that's not that's not hanging out for a 10-minute segment. Tim Allen, Tim does a half hour with him, Tim I does, think. He does a half hour with me, too. Tim does a half oh hour Oh, my with God. Bart does a half hour with me. It's all reciprocal. Y'all, man. We're all friends here. There's, I guess. Uh, you know, there's going to be a weekly Gary Ellerson segment during the football season on the yeah. Romney show. Well, I bet it ain't 30 minutes long. <laughs> mm. Bet. Okay. And uh, if we could afford him, Leroy Butler. No, and- no. That's <laughs> definitely not 30 minutes long. And y'all can't afford him. So just keep on moving, son. Keep on moving. I do, I do, I do, have, I do have verbal, verbal. A verbal agreement with Gary Ellerson. I haven't broached Leroy Butler with this yet. About well, Leroy will probably have to go to the post office. So <laughs> if you need Leroy, call him at the post office. Is he still doing that? Oh, yeah. I still don't know anybody who goes to the post office as, as much as Leroy Butler does. And you know what? God bless him because they need the business. They need the support. Well, he's got a lot going on, man. He's got autographs he's signing and sending out and contracts to be signed and da 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 oh yeah he's a busy guy can't all that be done by like just dropping it in a mailbox though do you have to that's go the post office that's right over here no but he's Hales going like, he goes to the post office. he goes in the post office My from what God. i understand i don't know he's going in there i've, I've, I've never been convinced that the post call post office isn't code for something else <laughs> I, I, I mean i don't know what it's code for but i'm telling you Ain't nobody going to no post office as much as him. Ain't no chance. You don't think the post office is the post office? Well, it might be. I'm just saying. Right. But no, it, it's been a while since he said he's going to the post office. I never considered fairness. that. Never thought about that. Oh, I had yeah, no thought, doubt. I I've always thought, that. like, dude, that's code for something else. I don't huh. know what it's code for, but it's something else. Hmm. Yeah. Now I'm curious. Well, I, I don't know. Because Roy Butler's a man of mystery. I don't really care. To be honest with you, as long as he's here for the for the big show, uh, whatever, it's fine. Do what you got to do. I'm just happy he's on the big show, man, because he definitely does not have to be. Also on the show this afternoon, uh, college football starts this weekend. Is that right? College, yeah. Is that right? Nebraska that and Illinois. Brett Bielema against Scott Frost. Oh, boy. Is that a, is that a good game? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's not. But right. I, I will tell you, I don't like the Cornhuskers, but anybody that can beat Brett Bielema, I'll root for. So this is what I was getting to, and I said it came up on the Bart Winkler show this morning. Sparky, you know me. I can't. I can't feign interest. I can't. I can't pretend to be interested in something I'm not interested in. Right? You know that about me. I'm not. I'm not good at that. I, I mean. I can do it, but there's never any passion or any heart behind it. You know what I mean? I can I can go through the motions. I can make it sound okay. But you know I can't really, like, with all my heart, feign interest and fake, just fake being interested in something, right? Okay. I, You know college football doesn't do a whole lot for me. No, know or college I, basketball. I don't know if a sports talk radio host should be saying that. Well, you shouldn't. Waves, no, but, but you've said it forever. It just doesn't. You don't like college sports. It doesn't do a whole lot for me. Like if if Wisconsin is really good, I can get into it. If there are two very good like championship contending teams playing against each other, I can sit down and watch that. That's a pretty high level of football. If it's anything else, I just don't. So you really don't like high school sports? No, 
Because that's even worse than college. I can't wrap my head around that. As far as, you know, what it looks like. God bless Mike McGivern and everybody yeah. on the Varsity Blitz, various yep. car- incarnations of that show. Yep. And I support them all. And anybody who is entertained by it, I'm not here to judge. I'm with Chillis, college I, sports show. That's back for another year. Fan how you want to yeah. fan. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it is that 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 gets you, go ahead and do it. I, but I'm just, it doesn't do anything. But sell me on college football. Like Get, get me in. Pull me in. Make me a, tell me why I should be a college football fan. Okay, that's easy. On the Rami show today. That's easy. Okay. Just go to Gary Ellerson. Uh-huh. You gotta have him on your show anyhow. Yeah. G E. Uh-huh. Can well, you don't have nobody to go with. Can I go with you to a Badger game? This oh, here's year? the thing. Just ask him if you can go with him to a Badger Sparky. game this year and go experience that. Then after that, if you go, don't feel it. One of my coolest ever. It's not gonna work. One of my coolest ever uh, sporting event experiences was a college football game when I went in 2019 and watched Minnesota beat Penn State for the first time in 50 years. And that, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, Minnesota, dude. Stop, Sparky. Nonsense. I am telling. Roll the ball. Roll the ball. I don't yeah. care though. That That's the thing. I'm just, last year. I'm just saying the the environment, the the atmosphere, the electricity in that stadium that day. That they, I thought I thought that place was coming down. Like it, the the building was shaking, and then you walked out onto the streets afterwards. I and bet because that, that and program hasn't been good forever. Exactly, and right. they they hadn't beat Penn State in 50 years. And I think Penn still... State was like third or fourth in the country yeah. at the time. Yeah. And that, that was the height of PJ. Floyd. It was it was elect like there was electricity in the air. So I get like the experience of it, but it like week in week out, turning on my TV for college football, like I don't, I, it's just not. But we'll talk about it. it. Doesn't bother me. I'll enter with an open mind. No, Sell you, me. No, you're not. Sell Listen, me. The reason he doesn't football. like it is simple. They're not as good as the pros, so he doesn't care. The reason he doesn't like high school is because they're not as good as the pros. Even worse than college, he really don't care. Yeah, that's pretty simple. But yet you have gone to see your nephew's sporting events and that's games. Different. That's a vested interest. I go and I root for my nephew. I don't really care about anything else going on. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> So if you knew somebody that played for Wisconsin, sure. yeah, that'd be different. Absolutely, right. yeah. And then, you, say, then you'd watch. I will say, like, if you have a kid who's in college sports, right. I 100% you being into it. Like, sure. all into it. You know what I mean? Should that, be. That should be. Your, that should be your passion. That's your kid. Right. You know what I mean? But if not, I don't. I if don't, you say you know what I, I mean it. one more time. You know I'm what I mean? come over there and just. Mm. We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers today. Maybe Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers. Rare form today, boy. Was he? I haven't heard oh, it yet. Got I'll, up I'll all, hear it for the first time. Got all up on Josh Myers in practice today. Ooh. And then went on to talk about why he got all up on Josh Myers. Good. Here's a hint. I like it. If the quarterback calls something, mm-hmm. regardless of what you think, do what the quarterback says. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Especially when you're a rookie. That's really a good idea. Make sure what Rogers said. If you're Josh Myers, <laughs> may understand that. And then I'll be in for Tim Allen today on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. There we go. Yeah, we'll be talking about a losing right now, five to nothing in the bottom of the six. What do you mean? You realize almost half their wins have been of the comeback variety. Well, not almost. It's thirty-three of seventy-eight. The numbers coming into this series say that the bullpen for the Reds, which the Brewers still have not gotten to today in the sixth, Sunday Gray is only at sixty-two pitches. Yeah, that's wonderful. They're not going to get to the bullpen till late. Is eight? Okay, your old eyes are. Messing with you. Oh, you have no idea. Uh, 82 pitches. <laughs> but when they get to the bullpen, this Reds bullpen sucks against the Brewers. Has all year. They came in with like a five and a half ERA against the Brewers this year. Oh, come on. That's come on. Coming to get them. Uh, no, that's not the manager, is it? No, it's not. No, that's uh, our guy, DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that'll do it. Uh, Sparky's been made day. Madness is done. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, the Rami Experience, a.k.a. the Rami Show, comes up next right here on 1250 AM. The Fan. Toodles. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 